Hello, my name is Michelle Kramer Fitzgerald, and I'm your guest host here on Delaware State of the Arts, listening to it on 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. And today I am pleased to have with me my friends Jana Savini, who is the Improv Director for City Theatre Company, and Dan Stab. And Dan and Jana are co-producers of the third annual, third annual, I think, Tax-Free Comedy Festival here in Wilmington. Welcome, guys. So this is the third annual Tax-Free Comedy Festival. So for people, I can't imagine who doesn't know about the Tax-Free Comedy Festival, but for people who don't know, do you want to give them a, a quick history of the Tax-Free Comedy Festival? Sure, I'll take this one. So um, way back in the early days of my time with City Theater Company, um, then artistic director, Michael Gray asked me if um, I wanted to elevate our comedy programming a little bit to take the, to the main stage. So I did that and that ran for a few years and it was really fun to do. Um, and then I thought, you know what, I've had this great experiences touring the country, going to comedy festivals. We should do something like that here in Wilmington. So I, I gathered some comedians from around the state. I pitched it to City Theater Company and they uh, blindly agreed to produce a show wherein they know none of the comedians, uh, none, hardly any of the organizers, and they were like, yeah, sure, have fun. <laughs> and here we are in year three or five, depending on what calendar. <laughs> <laughs> but the, at the time you all started the, the Tax-Free Comedy Festival, there, weren't, there wasn't really a big comedy scene in Wilmington or in Delaware for that matter. So there was, but it was like national headliners. There wasn't there were some opportunities for the for the local folks, but there weren't a lot. And and I mean I'm one of them. I left and went to New York and trained there. And then I left and performed in Philly. So there were opportunities. They just weren't right right close by. Right. So Dan, what do you think initially was the most challenging thing about getting a comedy festival started in Delaware? Well, we were very ambitious in the first year, and we thought, let's do four nights of this, which that was a, that was a lesson learned. <laughs> four nights is a lot of work. Um, so we pared it down to two. Um, and, and I think I honestly, and, and Jenna, I, I, you know, please give your thoughts as well. I underestimated, I, I was pleasantly surprised by how many applications we got and what the interest was in this. Um, so with, we were overwhelmed with applications and people who wanted to do this. And then having actually actually seen the festival take place, it, we, we, were, we knew we did the right thing in terms of this is the right thing for us, the, for Wilmington, this festival. Um, and I think having... Um, just having so much talent and having and exposing it to Delaware, um, I, there was a bigger appetite for it than I thought, and I'm just so happy that we're continuing to do this. I'm glad that it is coming back because it was it was a really fun weekend. It was great to see people come into the the city of Wilmington who maybe hadn't been here before. I do have a question. I don't know if Janet or Dan, which one do you want to answer, but I wonder. What do you look for in your submissions? I know that you got a lot of submissions the, the first two years, and I'm, we'll talk about the, the upcoming year shortly, but what do you look for in a comedy act when you, when you select them for the, for the festival? Well, 
I think a lot. I mean, we have different genres. So we have stand-up, we have music, we have improv. I mean, they obviously have to be funny. They have to be funny. Yeah, first and foremost, yes, they have to be funny. I think for me, I I like to see just smart. And it do, and I don't necessarily mean cerebral, but just folks who are just putting some really good quality material out there and are know how to how to engage a crowd and who just ha- and also and this this isn't something you can teach who just clearly have a passion for it right. um and so i i think for me i i i love when comedians do something a little bit different um whether again no matter what genre it is um and i think we have a really awesome diverse group this year with a lot of it's, it's going to be very smart comedy for this whole weekend. So for me, that's one of the main things I look for. Mm-hmm. Jana, anything else? Yeah, I. So this is an impossible task for a, for a comedian and for um, us on the other side of it. They have just a, a short snippet of a video to get themselves in front of us, and and it's 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 not a lot of time. So I keep it simple. Does it make me laugh? Then, then great. The problem is they're they're all wonderful. So we have such a hard time deciding, you know, because we don't have a ton of time. You know, if if time and money were no object, our lineup would be four times as long. Right. Um, I also really try to to look at at acts that maybe I wouldn't have sought out myself. Things that are not necessarily my quote unquote type of comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, to really, you know, give, give everybody else a chance to to consider comedy done the way that they normally maybe wouldn't see it. Well, that's a that's an interesting angle. I didn't think about that. And I think it's an important thing to note too. As as producers, one of our challenges is trying to make the the, the lineup as again as diverse as possible. And I'm not just talking about background, but we we don't want you know 15 acts over a weekend to all just be the same thing. Right, right. We want to give a, a strong diversity in the types of comedy you'll see, even within different genres. So even within stand-up. And so, you know, one of the hardest parts, or to me, the hardest part of a, being a pr- producer is saying no to more people than you're going to say yes to. And so many times, it's it's not for lack of talent. It's it's trying to make the festival as um, again, as unique as possible, to, just so you're giving a, a, a little taste of everything to the audience that's coming. So tell us a little bit about, if you can, what we should expect on this year's festival. What kinds of comedy are we going to see this year? Yeah, we got, so we have stand-up comedians um, from, we got Philly, New York, New Jersey, Virginia, Delaware. Um, we have um our own homegrown improv troupe at City Theater, Fearless, will be performing one of the nights. Yay! Um, we have a couple great musical acts. We have Hot Breakfast and Mean Wendy Band, who are both phenomenal. Our our headliners this year, we have Daryl Charles, who's just a rock star, Brandon Jackson, who's a rock star, both of whom have recently released albums, so that's exciting, um, as well as Mean Wendy Band as, as well. Um, James Heskey is another headlining act who's uh, from, he's in New York right now, Jenna, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we have just really just strong, strong performers this year. Um, and, and we got um, Emily Epstein-White, Alyssa Traskowski, Anthony, Anthony Barone, 
uh, Daddy Issues, who's a, an up-and-coming improv group in Philadelphia. So it's it's a really good wide array uh, of folks in this year's festival. Do you want to talk about the process of putting together the show? How how you decide, you know, these are what we're going to put, and here's how many headliners we want. Like, how does that process go? We look at how long we have for the night. You know, we don't we want to have people leaving the show kind of wanting more. So in the name of not having a six-hour show, which we could easily do with the amount of talent that we had apply, we, we just, we try to, kind of touching on what Dan was talking about earlier, craft a show that shows different styles of comedy with, within the genres. So we were really looking for headliners who, who are going to give you a completely different experience and are just masters at what they do. Before we go any further... I just want to take a moment to remind all of our listeners that you are with us here on Delaware State of the Arts on 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. And here with me today is Jana Savini, who is the Improv Director for City Theatre Company and Dan Stab. And together, Jana and Dan are the co-producers of the Tax-Free Comedy Festival, which is the only comedy festival in Delaware. Isn't that right? That's Jana. correct. Jana, Dan, anybody? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so... I um so you've been to other comedy festivals around around the nation, right? Yes. What were some of the things that you loved the most? It might not even be an act necessarily, or just maybe the process. That what did you find there that you brought to this festival? Sure, sure. Um, so the best part about comedy festivals, for from my own experience, is the shows are great. The shows are always going to be great, but comedy festivals are really like conferences kind of for comedians it's when you get to see folks you don't normally get to see um you know you have friends who you know would be at certain festivals or or whatever you get to see what other people are doing who they're training with um so just from a comedian networking perspective which sounds so boring and not a thing you would expect at a comedy festival but it was just nice to catch up with people and and just and root for them and and see what they were doing that's new um and then also getting to perform in front of audiences who don't know you. You know, we're very, very lucky at City Theater Company that Fearless Improv has grown so much in the last few years. And our our audience is wonderful and they love us. And it's always, always such a warm reception. Um, but that you never know that, if you know, someone in Boston or D.C. or Chicago is going to find you funny also. So that's really cool to see that what you're doing, you know, it, it makes people laugh all around the country. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That was always the fun challenge for me is, OK, you had your home base, like Jana said, when I performed with different troops. And then you get in front of this crowd that's brand new. And it, there was this excitement of is, is this going to is this going to click with them? And um, that was all that was an adrenaline rush because it was some no matter how long you had done it, it felt like it was your first performance all over again. And, you know, for me, in addition to the networking piece, because that was huge, I'm just a student of comedy. So I can't I even just watching comedy on TV, I can't watch it without dissecting it. And so to be able to do that at these festivals, you get to see like, oh, that's really cool. I want to try that someday. Like I remember there was a puppet improv show. And so then I took a puppet improv workshop. Um, <laughs> and so just those, those little things that could be sources of inspiration um, can help 
us as comedians step up our game and make sure that we're not getting into a rut and make sure that we're constantly keeping ourselves fresh as well. Puppet improv sounds like the freshest idea I have ever heard. It was so cool. You, it's really fun. <laughs> you really need to do that. I need you to find puppet improv and bring it to uh, Delaware. <laughs> Done. I'll add it to the list. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so after, <clears throat> after two years away, right, the last comedy festival was in 2019? 2019. 2019, right? Yeah. What are you, what's the thing that you're most looking forward to? Aside from just, for God's sake, putting on a show. I mean, that yes. Was number one, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing that I'm most excited about is that you are going to be able to see stand up, improv, and musical comedy on the same show. That doesn't happen a lot, especially around here. Yeah. So it's going to be very nice to get like a, you're going to be at like a buffet of comedy. And who doesn't love a buffet, right? Buffets are my favorite. <laughs> a buffet of comedy. That's right. <laughs> And I mean, let's be honest. I mean, not not just the past two years alone. There, there's a lot of sadness out there. So just to be able to hopefully allow this to be an escape for two nights yeah. for anybody who just wants to laugh and forget about all the crazy stuff that's going on, um, to be able to facilitate that and have some part in that. That if somebody could just, if it could be in a form of a form of escapism, not not only for the audience but even for the performers, because a lot of performers haven't been able to perform as much as they did pre-2020. Um, I think just that aspect of it is just thrilling to me because even just having done um, one of the Fearless shows recently, it was my first show in two years, and just that that feeling of getting just, it was just catharsis you could feel from the audience. Of, just that rush? I, that rush of, I needed that. I, I just, I needed that. I, I'm talking from their perspective and mine. Like, I just needed to laugh for an hour and a half. So that's that's the part I'm most excited about. Um, can, can I add one more thing that I'm excited about? Sure. I am really excited to see these comedians go up on stage at our beautiful new home at the Delaware Contemporary. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, talk to me about being in a real space this, now. Right, this is so exciting. So we're very, very grateful to the spaces that we had on our way coming up to where we are now. Yeah. But like Dan was saying, when I had the opportunity to get back on stage with Fearless Improv after two years away and let alone on a stage with lights and sound. And it, it's such a different experience. So I'm really excited to one, introduce our comedians to the Delaware Contemporary and the, and the, the black box there. Um, but for our audiences to really get to see comedy elevated uh, the way that we're doing it. And yeah. I'm obsessed with that big screen. I'm that big screen is that really big screen cool. is amazing. I love that big screen, and I can't wait. <laughs> I just can't wait to have that be the backdrop. I was wondering how you were going to use it, or is it going to be a secret? Um, I'm. It's going to be a secret. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice, and and like you said, no no shade thrown to any of our previous. Um, venues because they they were all wonderful and they all helped us so you know helped so much to get to where you are now, but yes. this is a true performance space and kudos to the contemporary for you know helping that vision along and and making it happen and I'm excited for you I think that's really great. Yeah. Um, what's it been like? So 
Fearless, this has been Fearless's first season back. What's it been like to perform in there, uh, you know, as a troupe and, and coming together as a team? And, and what's that been like? So the, I've been I've been with Fearless Improv now. This was my eighth season. And we've run the gauntlet of performance and rehearsal spaces. So this, you know what it almost felt like was coming back to school, but you're in a new school. Like we just started high school. You know, the <laughs> room is different. Um, uh, some of the players are different. Uh, stuff has happened <laughs> since yeah. we all last saw each other. Um, but getting to rehearse in the same place where you perform and having it and 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 on a stage, I've I've never directed that team on a stage before, which is huge. So the stuff that they were able to accomplish in their scene work this year was was incredible. Yeah. yeah. And go ahead. Oh, good. Dan, go ahead. That's okay. Yeah, and like I said, from the performer side of things, it, it kind of what I was saying about the festivals being the first time, and I know or being in front of first-time audiences, this wasn't a first-time audience per se, but for me it was the first time in two years. So it felt like it was. Um, and so it, that the show that I did in the spring was the most nervous I have been in forever just because I was so excited to get back. And like I said, just that energy, obviously not just from the audience, but just like Jana said, being with your friends, being with, with such amazing fellow performers and to just play and have fun was, I've been doing this forever and it just doesn't get old. And it, it felt like it was my first improv show again. And it was really cool. I love to hear that. That's so great. It feels like that space has really energized everybody. Right. It's just yes. kind of brought a, a whole new excitement to everything. So I'm, a, I'm thrilled to hear you say that. Yeah. I realize we're talking about the tax free comedy festival and we haven't told anyone when it is. <laughs> so um, it is June 17th and 18th at the Wings Foundation Black Box at the Delaware Contemporary. Uh, shows start at 8 p.m., doors open at 7.30, is that right? Correct. Yes. And tickets are $30 for a single ticket, or um, patrons can buy a festival pass for both nights for $50. And how many acts are in each night? I know you, you said earlier, and just reiterate that. About seven or eight acts each night. Oh, my gosh, there's yeah. that many, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mm -mm. That's great. And Fearless Improv is going to perform. Um, on yes, the closing on night Friday. or the, oh, oh Friday, Friday night. night. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. And are they doing anything different this time around for the, for the festival? Are they trying anything new? The, the thing about making it up as you go. It's <laughs> always new. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think we're going to be doing anything earth shattering, but you know, every show is a new experience. So yes. And oh, tell me this too, because this is unique to the tax-free comedy festival and a lot of festivals across the countries. You actually pay your headliners. We pay every performer who's going to step on the stage. Oh my gosh, that's right. You pay everyone. Well, tell us about that. Yeah. So this is this is not normal, at least um, as of when an old has been comedian like myself was doing the festival circuit. Not only were you not paid, you had to pay to submit, and oftentimes, if you were accepted, had to then pay to perform. So we are incredibly fortunate at City Theatre Company that we have a fantastic lead sponsor, Artisans Bank, who loves that we get people together in a room to laugh. So they're sponsoring, uh, paying every single performer, which is nonsense. <laughs> and it's, it, it makes me smile every time I say it, every time I read it off the stage. It's, it's crazy. It's wild. And th so just, yeah, thank you to them. Yeah. 
Um, and I, why is that a thing that isn't a regular thing? Do you know? Like why? <laughs> why shouldn't we, we have, be paid? I don't know. We don't have enough time to go into all of the reasons, Michelle. Um, okay. <laughs> but a, a lot of it has to do with the fact that, um, you know, City Theater Company is a, is a nonprofit arts organization, and not every festival is run that way. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. That's a, that's a succinct and that's the short answer, <laughs> direct answer. And especially as you're an up and coming comedian, you just want the opportunity. And so, again, not to knock any festival that that does it the other way, because that's how most festivals do it. But it's kind of like you pay for the opportunity to get in front of people and, and perhaps expand more opportunities after that. And that's great. But to be able to do it in reverse. Um, have, like Jana, having been on the other side of it and paid way more money for festivals than I would ever like to admit, yeah. um, to be able to pay the performers is just such a cool, cool thing to be able to do. Well, I love that that you all are elevating comedy in Delaware, but you're also elevating opportunities for for other comedians, and that's that's really particularly special. So, thank you for that. Um, so let's remind everybody the Tax Free Comedy Festival which is part of City Theater Company's main stage season, is June 17th and 18th. Um, shows at 8 p.m. and the doors open at 7.30. It's at the Wings Foundation Black Box at their new home, the Delaware Contemporary, which is right on the riverfront or near the riverfront. And single tickets are $30. Uh, festival pass is $50, which gets you into both nights. And you can find those tickets on taxfreecomedyfestival.com or city-theater.org. Is that right? Yeah. That's correct. Did I do that right? Excellent. You got it. <laughs> All right. All right. I am going to wrap things up by thanking Jana Savini and Dan Stab for talking with me today about the Tax-Free Comedy Festival, which I am very excited to attend on June 17th and 18th. So thank you all. I'm Michelle Kramer Fitzgerald. This has been Delaware State of the Arts on 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Guys, thanks for being with me today. Thank you. Thanks, Michelle.